Well, here we are. Another episode of the podcast we like to call Create or Die. I'm your host, Ike Allred, and we've got some uh, some pretty sweet news that we're about to drop here. That's right. It's official. This is episode four zero. Can you believe it? I can't. We're, uh, we're knocking on the door of 52 episodes, which will mean that we've been doing this for a year. Creator die, a year. I've met uh, a lot of cool people. I've learned more about people I, I already knew. And I hope you've enjoyed the, the walk down this journey for this first year, this experiment. And we're not, uh, we're not letting up. I know I, I said on the outset that uh, I'm going to do a year, and we'll see how it goes, and, and, uh, and maybe, maybe we won't continue, but you've been doing your part. You've been telling your friends, you've been telling your family, the audience is growing, uh, I'm all in, you know, talked about my truck being wrapped, we're going to get that uh, back in the next day or two, and I'll be, I'll be driving around up here in northern Utah. And uh, if you see us, give us a wave. But uh, today we've got a uh, special episode, Independence Day, 4th of July related. My, my boy Trevor Williams, animator, illustrator, creative guy, all around cool dude, is back on the program with uh, an idea that he had. He wanted us to uh, maybe go through the process talk a little bit more about what it takes to create an illustration, in this case for a t-shirt. There, there were several of us um, at MX who threw our design into the ring, and Trevor and I are going to talk about our process. And So if that sounds interesting to you, and you're ready to proceed, then just stay with me. Well, if you're still here and you've decided you want to proceed and dive in to the deep end of the pool with Trevor and I as we talk about what it takes to come up with an illustration for a t-shirt in a short amount of time, we're talking, you know, two, three days, then uh, then, then buckle up. We're going to do this. But for those of you that, that want to get off the bus now, go ahead pull the rope and on your way out don't forget to subscribe to the episode to the the series in general be it on Spotify Apple or YouTube we'll take it and uh, appreciate the, the support without further ado my boy so as far as this episode goes we've got this whole Independence Day which maybe yeah. you've forgotten about no because you're over there no no Still love my stars and stripes. Awesome. Hey, we had a, a fun project at work recently that I thought would be fun to chat about and, and kind of. Uh... Yeah, I thought I thought this was a cool time to kind of open up the hood and just say what happens when you sometimes get a fast deadline, um, yeah. a quick ask that might 
pounce on you. Like, like in essence, you you may have known about this longer than I did, but um, it wasn't until about the last minute that I said, well, hey, Trev, maybe yeah. you can uh, put forth an idea here as well and contribute if you have time. And, and mm -hmm. at the moment, I was happy to just because um, it was nice to have a different distraction, a, a different outlet of creativity to go down. And, but you said, you know, you, you gave the constraint of, uh, let's try to get this done by Friday. Maybe Monday, maybe something else, but uh, yeah. Friday. And I, and it was, I think, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, you started yeah. telling, but for me, it's the end of the day. So I essentially just had yeah. like Thursday and Friday to kind of work on it. Um, yeah. And so under those constraints, the project itself, um, we've made a, I made a quick kind of commentary and video on a time lapse of the actual work I did on it and the brainstorming and the, that we can refer to or link to hopefully. But, um, but in that, you know, I had the, the ask was to create a very obnoxious t-shirt design that really celebrated the qualities of, of America and America and just to make it have this vibe of, you know, deal with it and uh, patriotism and um, definitely wanted maybe some eagles in there or uh, founding presidents that are, you know, on everything that is America or the Statue of Liberty or something that just says America and, and but you could also make it barbecues and um, hamburgers and any other thing that was like a cultural uh, stereotype and just make it fun and so I was brainstorming I was thinking of doing taking the four presidents on Mount Rushmore making it into kind of the four horsemen of the apocalypse in a fun style and uh, a very epic style I wanted like Jefferson on an eagle with laser beams and Lincoln on a bear, same thing, laser beams or something. You know, one of Roosevelt. Yeah, you can't have too many laser beams, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it would be something else, right? He maybe he'd have he'd have a trident, and on his trident there's like hamburgers and hot dogs and barbecue things, and and maybe it's like a war horse with like instead of war drums, it's just barbecue. Uh, um, you know, uh, yeah. barbecues that are sitting there that he's, he's roasting stuff on. But, uh, and then Roosevelt and uh, some kind of motorcycle or dune buggy with grenade launchers, but they're hamburger launchers and stuff like that. So it's gonna be a very fun and crazy scene and complex. And, and that was one concept. And I got to thinking that um, with the time frame I had, I couldn't illustrate all of that in a short amount yeah. of time what do you do are you telling me it's easier are you telling me it's easier to just illustrate one character than it is four i thought <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so i narrowed my scope down if i had say if i had a week i could definitely yeah. pull off a few thumbnails to a certain um level of of artistic clarity to present and try to say, hey, do you like this concept or this concept? And then narrow it down and say, okay, I'll work on this one and then publish that. And in the video, you can see me really take 
first my, my thumbnail scribble that I did in Photoshop. And then I'm starting to just redefine that and kind of br bring clarity to it yeah. and redefine the, the, the silhouettes and the design and then press it forward till finally I'm happy with those and put on the final strokes and the actual colors and the final lines, right? But through that process, you know, I still come up with things that I had to challenges and, and hiccups and, and points where I had to get creative. So one of, one of those specific times where I was hung up was on, you know, I was thinking my concept was going to say, uh, I was thinking between a bear or a velociraptor and I went with the velociraptor because, um, because I, I, I think they put um, Reagan on a, on a velociraptor in the past or something fun. And I thought, okay, let's do some more of, let's, let's, let's just keep playing with some of this as well. Um, not to, not to mimic it exactly, but to just kind of, uh, bring, bring more to, um, light on presidents on such things. I thought Roosevelt and I thought he would be he easy kind to of see the adventurer type of a guy. Yeah. He was known for, you see him on horses and, and pictures. And, and that's why I, yeah, I thought, let's put him on a velociraptor. Let's have him be fun with a cat. I thought, okay, I could put him on there with some bazooka that was launching hamburgers. And mm -hmm. um, so if you can start to picture that image. And then from there, I thought I could get his his specific cheesy grin and his mustache and his glasses or whatever. I couldn't. It just wasn't working. It wasn't coming and it was just too small of a detail to the rest of the composition. Right, right. So I thought what else could be a better a better icon? And it didn't even come to any of the presidents. I I just remember the, you know, Uncle Sam with like pointing with the big hat and the and the goatee and I'm like, nobody can mistake the goatee. Nobody can mistake the hat. So yeah. I redesigned it to be that, which I felt was a lot better, right? Yeah, I, I agree. But I made him a bare-chested behemoth kind of a <laughs> uh, Uncle Sam, and I probably should have put like a maybe a either either a big tattoo on him, like a flag, yeah. or I just gave him a hairy chest. But um, I or I could have put a tank top on with stars and stripes as well. Um, but at the moment, you know, I'm pressing forward. I'm, I'm under pressure with time and I'm just pressing forward and I'm still trying to design the Velociraptor. I had an issue with the foot, the back foot. I kind of wanted it in an upward running position, but I already kind of had him at a three quarters angle, not quite profile, not quite, you know, uh, straight on. And I was struggling with drawing that perfectly. and. So I just, I hid it be behind another graphic element that I found in my references. And I, I collected a bunch of references, which you can see on the video. And I put it all in pure ref, which is nice. And um, I was referring to some things that I liked, which I like this kind of this graphic ground element of some smoke and dust. And I just hid the back foot behind that to just keep moving forward, which sometimes you have to do, right? And Yeah, especially when you're in a time constraint. Yeah, and then I was referring back to my uh, art school days and lessons of like you gotta gotta have a good silhouette. And I had a, you know, I had this arm in front holding the reins, but it was just is hidden. So I, I decided to redesign it 
where I stretched it out so that you could definitely tell and see the silhouette a little better. Um, is the silhouette perfect with the Raptor and, and the figure? No, because I mean, there's grenade launchers and everything else, you know, with it and it doesn't work very, very well, but it was, but I was still proud of it because I improved it. Uh, yeah. over and over of the repetition, the iteration, and the, just the process of slowly sketching it and kind of redefining it. It was nice because I went inside Procreate and you can kind of do that quickly. Um, erase some things, stretch some things, lasso and, and distort. And so I did a lot of that. And then finally, I was happy more or less with the, the design and started filling it in. But when it came to the color, um, which is a fun process to start to fill it, you... Uh, I also thought, again, I need to put more more red, white, and blue in this. So I, I did another version where the Raptor is red, white, and blue. Um, yeah. And same with some text that I put in there that said Murica. And uh, overall, the biggest thing was to just keep moving forward and to just, as if you get hung up on one part of the process, to then focus on the next little piece that you know you can work on just to just so you don't feel panicked and you don't feel like you're so behind and you don't get discouraged because if you fall behind and this is a bigger mountain to climb you just you're not going to be satisfied but if you if you keep the process alive you keep working different sections keep blocking in and coming back and going around in circles and circles um, you don't feel like you're going around in circles you just feel like you are making progress which encourages you and, and uplifts you to finish and, and it uplifts your creativity like you realize you know you may focus on one section but then you step back and take a bigger look and then you all of a sudden have a, a spark of inspiration that says okay now I know what I want to do for this after all you know it, it came to me yeah. three minutes later you know and that's part of the process I think that is some of the most enriching and fun and do you find that when you're doing it? Do you no. lock in something, step away, come back and completely change it or, or find that, oh, now I see it more clearly? Sure. I mean, what are your totally. thoughts on some think, of that? Yeah, no, I think that uh, those are a lot of good points. And even in this conversation, you've called out some things that maybe if you had more time, you know, you'd go back in and change his outfit or put a tattoo on him and all things that would have Absolutely. taken away val valuable time and if you if you just kind of allow yourself to get lost in that one little detail then you're never finishing something and so i think you you know that's a good point and that's something that you have to learn how to do in this commercial art world is just push through like you said until you get something finished and then you can start looking at it in different ways like you put it on the t-shirt mock-up and um, yeah. you stepped away and you're like, oh, I can see it needs more America. So you, you implemented more red, white, and blue. Um, yeah, exactly. Those are great things. Other helpful techniques are to, you know, flip the whole canvas horizontally. So now you're looking at yeah. it from a different direction and it's like, okay, you know, that lost raptor looked great from, from the one side but now that i flip it i can see that his eye is off or something not that it is i'm just saying things that you might notice because you're looking at it in a different way so yeah i definitely employ some of that in as i'm creating things as well yeah and ultimately i think the challenge is like 
we did it all as a group. I think there were four or five of us that designed different concepts. And I know in the, in the end, they're, they're kind of going to select one to, to make. And all that being said, you know, despite the time you put in, I was actually very satisfied with the result in the end. It, was it my best work? Probably not, because if I had more time, I probably would have found a, a higher design that had, you know, ticked off more of the actual design brief and yeah. what was required um, that would have satisfied perhaps the client even more. But yeah. to do it within the time frame and the constraints I had, I felt very satisfied with the final result regardless because um, because of the specific process and because of just pushing through and pushing through versus um, getting discouraged and, and not having satisfaction in the final result. Uh, yeah. Like like there is a, a tinge of, I would love to make it better. and But that happens yeah. with everything we make, I think. We right. could always go back and say, now I could do it faster and I could do it better. But <laughs> we can only grow by and, and become better you know, with that hindsight of saying, okay, now I've gone through the, the experience. And I think half the time we as creatives can also get hung up on that discouragement of, well, I didn't make the deadline and I'm not that good. And that's where imposter syndrome starts to creep in. Or that's where um, you start to read, think, am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right career? Am I, and, yeah. and, and truth, you, you really can be, and you really have the talent if you just continue, I think, to press and, and to keep swimming and to keep creating and to keep um, yeah. discovering. And, and if you need to walk away and take a breather and then come back to it, that's what you got to do. It, it, it really, it, it does wonders, I think so. Yeah. But no, you totally also, agree. so you, you designed one as well. You should tell us. Yeah. So you heard my side yeah. of how I went through problems. <laughs> solved them. I want to hear every problem you, you went through because your design blew me away and I was so mad once I saw it just because I was like, well, one, I got I to gotta tell everybody, you waited till everybody else had finished their design, by the way. You, you like let That's us all look, set a bar yeah. and you, 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 you come in last saying, okay, at least I know what I'm up against. And you're like, can I, yeah. can I, now, now, here's the threshold can i pass it right and you had everybody yeah. else's uh creativity out there already and then you just come in and say okay let me drop this mic and yeah so <laughs> sure. tell us what you did no i appreciate the compliments and and uh you know it wasn't intentional that i posted mine last it was it was just a. Uh, the realization that I was really struggling for a long time there. But like you mentioned, and before I forget, uh, it's all about trusting the process, which I've got written on my wall back there, um, which I think can be scary because you go through all those um, emotions where you're like, man, why did I think I could do this? You know, I'm, uh, who am I trying to fool? You know, and um, my initial ideas were similar to yours and that I wanted to incorporate several of the different American icons, whether it was, you know, Mount Rushmore um, figureheads or 
uh, I ended up working in the Statue of Liberty because I'm like, you know, we got to get some woman into this, <laughs> you know, design. Right. Um, because I'm sensitive to... Good, good point, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to like the diversity stuff, like, uh, you know, because it's easy to just create things that I would like and... You know, I, I obviously yeah. look up to the founding it, fathers and, and everything, but yeah. if you look at my design, it's super machismo. It's like a guy with his chest, <laughs> yeah. you know, bare chest and hair and American, like, right. yeah, doesn't have too much of a, of a, you know, multi, like, like multi-sex uh, appeal at all. It doesn't cry. It doesn't, yeah. it feels more men generated, I would say for sure, which I think fails because it should be. Uh, I, Which either is, way, yeah. right? Ultimately, the, super the, hard the, with the design show. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really surprised when I heard the request for this shirt, you know, because I'm like, are we, you sure? I mean, because I, the person who requested it, I asked her, um, you know, does this have like executive approval? Like they, they are okay with doing this over the top nationalism america um you know put right. george washington on there with sunglasses you know because in this day and age we hear people talk about like oh well george washington had slaves so therefore everything else he did right. is moved or whatever you know well and um, jefferson and all the others from even the yeah. thing i was saying right so how do you make it unisex yeah. well yeah yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. just yeah. hot dogs so <laughs> maybe just hair, but watermelon right. so i would Fireworks. I was surprised initially about the request and, and some of the designs that I really liked um, from the, uh, and maybe we can flash them up on the screen here in post, but uh, were like the eagle uh, with sunglasses, but then I'm like, oh, that's already been done. And so I was trying to think outside of the box, but the more characters you get on there, the smaller the detail is, so it's harder to read. Right. Some of the same problems you were having with getting Teddy Roosevelt to, to read from a distance. And um, and so for the longest time I had this idea of, you know, playing cards and, uh, and I liked that, but on a shirt they, they would be pretty small. So it was really struggled with, with that. I had done some hand-drawn America text and tried to find because again we were on a you know I started maybe a day before you did we were on a pretty tight timeline where um, it's like if I can find a font that's close I can just kind of edit it and I won't have to hand letter everything um, and, and so it was just the deck of cards and then the text like America a winning hand or something and I was playing around with some different phrases finally ended up with you know American Royal Flush um, thinking yeah. that most people that know about poker that uh, that's that's pretty Highest good hand time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, unbeatable yeah there you go and so that's what I went with but then it was still not quite right because from a distance it looked like okay you've got some uh, some cards but it didn't necessarily read so I used that eagle idea and I'm like what if the eagle was holding 
the the hand and uh and i could put glass, sunglasses on them and, and so you know it was like literally the 11th hour it finally came together but i was struggling with you know little doodles and and i was even abandoning that and going to things like um jefferson with an eagle that he was calling and landing on his arm like he's doing falconry type stuff or um so yeah it was it was a similar struggle and i didn't mean to be the last one it just literally took me until that yeah you know and, I, and honestly i saw yours and it seemed like you know you're on a different time zone so it seemed like you did it in like an hour and i was like what that's so fun and energetic <laughs> and um and i've got this deck of playing cards what can i do to make it better so so you pushed me to, to another level so <laughs> Definitely. So sometimes it comes in clutch to just be the last yeah. and then, yeah. No. But no, that's a good point that you made that we we really should try to use a network, whether it's people within house or people remotely to get eyes on it, comment on it. And they could be the spark that helps push, uh, push it forward and push it to a better level too. Because um, we certainly shouldn't rely on our own mind to creative minds to to figure out every problem we can definitely yeah. do better as a team uh, and that's a point you just made so yeah so I, I think it was a super fun project it was good for all of us to get the chance to do something silly and isn't necessarily the company brand and uh um you know but I just heard like end of the day Friday, like they were reviewing the designs, went through the ERG and then through different executives and stuff until, um, you know, they, they, they were just whittling down like, no, we can't use this design. We can't use that design. We can't use this yeah. until it was basically like, okay, we're going to, we're going to come up with something else. <laughs> so, so. I know, yeah. but it's not wasted because it's, uh, it's fun. And, and yeah. honestly, if MX doesn't want the design, I, you know, I may spend some more time on it and put it on yeah. somewhere and sell it, sell it somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's Maybe what's that's cool what... is you could totally utilize it for something yeah. else and or just gain more traction as to the fact that you've got these skills to, you know, yeah. do these so things. Yeah, so it was a fun, a fun outlet. Yeah, you know, you it's always frustrating when you feel like like what you just said is oh it was a waste of time but you know in the end we still get paid for our time and we got to do something fun and um but i yeah i did worry initially when i heard about the request i i heard that like you know one of the executives who was um the sponsor of the group you know was all in and thought it was an amazing idea and wanted stuff that was even you know more maybe pushing the envelope than what we delivered and uh right but if we had to try to get it through uh, we, we had we definitely had some that kept it more safe and more serious and we had some that were yeah. very playful and so yeah. um but that's what you want especially to give is the a gamut of well here's here's kind of like the range and and kind of get their yeah. sense but but yeah, if there's more cooks in the kitchen, it becomes even more difficult to get any uh, any buy off on anything. Um, 
versus yeah and if you, if you want something that's that's really gonna be impactful and um stand out uh it's not gonna be something that everybody can agree on it's there's gonna be critics of it and because people are gonna passionately love it and people are gonna passionately hate it I, I can't think of many examples of things that went through this committee and was watered down watered down watered down and then it became this amazing success you know so i've i've referred to like the uh the apple ad from 1984 if you're familiar with that where the olympic runner is yeah you know, the 1980 that was 1984 yeah. george orwell it was yeah yeah and uh, the book. yeah in here you know i read uh a book like the trillionaire coach or something and forget the guy's name, Bill Campbell or Coach Campbell, something like that, who was head of marketing at Apple at the time. And uh, they, you know, this was a time, I think Steve Jobs had just, or maybe it was just before he left or just after, probably, probably before he left. But anyways, the, uh, you know, they put together this commercial and shared it with the board and the board was like, no way, don't run that you know, in the Super Bowl. But it's like, it's like one of the most renowned commercials. Exactly. exactly. And the, the Bruce uh, or the Bill Campbell guy was just like, F it, we're running it, you know? And with the whole <laughs> board was just like, you know, you're going to lose your job. It's, you know, don't mess with with this. Yeah. Don't, don't you dare release it. And he did. And then it became the most popular ad of the Super Bowl. And, and one of the best ads of all time and and then and so sometimes you've you've got to go with with your gut i think and um push through uh, obviously you don't want to create things that are going to be hurtful or racist or you yeah. know intentionally offensive or anything but yeah that's good but if it pays off like it did there i mean look yeah. at how and obviously, you know, if you're at that point, you're comfortable and you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll risk my job on this, you know, <laughs> that's also something. But how, to, how, how well to trust yourself that passionately about your, your work yeah. and, and everything you put in to, to risk it all and to have it pay off. That's awesome. Something that would be yeah, really fun and to that's, do something. <laughs> right. Well, and I think, um, you know, this guy was probably in his... 50s 60s you know he'd, he'd been he'd had some experience he was obviously at a, a good place in his career probably making decent money didn't didn't have to work and so if he if he lost his job and you know he would be fine but it is harder from some someone like you or me who we have a young family still that depends on us and to not come from that place of fear but I think that uh, that's something we, we should really strive to overcome and, and do things, you know, that aren't from a place of fear, do things from a place of confidence and, and just know that if worst case scenario of what you thought would be worst case, you lose your, your big client or your big job, you know, it's just going to... Um, make you that much more attractive, I think, to the to the right client or the one or the um, employer that is even that better fit for you. 
because that's just the way the, the universe works, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But it's scary. It doesn't yeah. mean that it's easy to do that. No, just like you said, you're going to have the ones that like it and hate it, and you may end up branching off somewhere else with someone who liked it and they and, yeah. and start something else. So, but uh, yeah, neither here nor there. It's just, it's just, um, it's a fun process. It's a fun thing. And, and ultimately the whole point of this was to just talk about how we had a fun task that we don't typically always, um, I mean, I don't always typically get, but uh, yeah. was a fun reprieve, a fun creative outlet. And um I, I wanted to share it because of the the process was rewarding in those senses of just that discovery through creating that allowed me to yeah. say and, 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 and see and put on and take note and put on a shelf that said, hey, I, I realize these are like principles we all should do while we're being creative, you know, or, um, yeah. and, and to get well, out I and do something that you don't do all the time. Yeah, I think it was a, a winning exercise for a lot of reasons. You know, yeah, it, it may not see, one of those shirts may not see the light of day at MX, but like we said, the, those ideas could evolve into something that you or I do um, on, on our own separately or some of the others that contributed. Um, and, but it was also, because it was such a short timeline, we were able to remind ourselves of what it feels like to kind of dig down deep and, and be faced with problems and how do we work around it. You know, we wanted four horsemen and, and had to settle with one of, of these characters and how do we continue to push through it and not just throw up our hands because there are so many designers, I think, and illustrators out there that... Uh, would have at that point just said, you know, hey, I, I don't have time to get this done. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to bow out, you know, thanks for the opportunity. And, and so I think that sets you apart, Trevor, for that short time period and that you're able to work through it. And well, no, you gave me that option. You said you could, or you don't to. have to, you're not required. Yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. that, that I was like, yeah, actually, I really want to try my hand at this. And I set myself that goal of, okay, it doesn't matter, just go put, you know, set a timer and just say, I'm spending this long to find the reference, I'm spending this long to execute on the, the yeah. thumbnail and the rough and the composition. And um, just because I wanted to make sure I, I reached the deadline. And um, yeah. and at the same time, I was like having my, my 17th anniversary. And so, um, you know, I, I got the final result a little, after celebrating some of that that evening but uh but stayed up and, and that's when i was putting down the colors and, and sending it off but mm -hmm. but um but yeah kind of definitely keeping close to the promise that i would get it done within the, the that time frame versus yeah. trying to say actually you said i could extend to like monday or something i was like no i'm not gonna extend i'm going to do it within that time frame and those constraints which can either help you be more creative and or just limit you to you know things and that's it's good to have those exercises to limit yourself and just say yeah. done is better than perfect and to lose some of that perfectionism and just <clears throat> done is better than perfect and uh, we all can learn from that and still be proud of it so 
Yeah, and I'll tell you from like the employer perspective, you know, since since you're working as a contractor for me, um, that that just goes a long way because you're just a trusted uh, resource that I know that regardless of what the request is, you'll you'll deliver what you can, and it won't be um, because because that's so much more valuable than someone being so much of a perfectionist that they just decide halfway through like you know yeah i'm not going to be able to deliver by this time i i, I am going to take you up on your offer to deliver it two or three days late or you said one day late i'm going to do it two days late because you'll just be so happy that i made it that much better <laughs> but from a, <laughs> from the business side it is so much more valuable to have somebody that just delivers something you can then give it to um, the stakeholders to, to provide some feedback. They can see that, that we created something. Whereas um, if, you know, in a lot of cases, yeah, we just need something and, and done is better than perfect. And so if you hadn't delivered, sometimes I find myself having to, okay, I'm going to work late just to create something because we said we'd have three concepts and and because one of our people didn't deliver we only have two so i need to do that um and so that just um yeah so it's always always better yeah but at the same time i've even had yeah sorry to interrupt i'm just gonna say at the same time sometimes when you do deliver up front and they like it they might even say you know actually we will extend it just another day or two to refine it even further if you, and, and make these revisions, you know, like even though they're under a deadline, they're kind of like, we want, we like it so much at this point. Um, yeah. And it surprised us. Why don't you go ahead and take two more days to, to add this revision and make it better or to do exactly. what you thought, like you, maybe you mentioned, I, if I had another day, I could have made this happen, but here it is. Yeah. And they could, uh, they could say, actually take that other day, make that happen, you know? So yeah, sometimes you get what you way. want. Sometimes they're like, no, this is, this is fine. Just let's go with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, the key there is that you give them that opportunity to make that decision rather than, rather than you taking that decision from them and just saying, oh, I'm going to take an extra day or whatever. So I think there's just so many great lessons that can be gleaned from, from this experience. And, and, and then it's also um, important to, out of the gates, if there's, a, if there's a little, uh, even an inkling of doubt or, or for some reason you just, your gut is telling you like, no, I'm, I gotta pass on this project, then I think that's definitely the right decision. Is it, it's something I need to learn to do more of is say no. And, uh, yeah. but then you've, you've given, that requester the client or whatever that information right up front like okay this person is saying no and in some cases that may make them want you even more but but it's better to say no at the outset rather than yeah i'll do it and then three days in at the the 11th hour or whatever then then you're like yeah i'm not gonna be able to (laughs) yeah don't miss your promises for sure that's yeah, I, I need to always be better at that too. Not always perfect. Yeah, I mean, none of us are perfect, but but it's just a reminder that it's those. I think those little things that uh, that really stand out 
and are the difference between, you know, repeat work with a, a client or not. Absolutely. Well, Ike, I hope you can show the, uh, the little bit I, I made as well, link to yeah. YouTube or something. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, same with, uh, maybe overlap some of the images <laughs> just so that there's some context if they do watch it on, on YouTube versus uh, listening to it through some other stream. So, yeah, 100%. So obviously in this podcast format, we didn't want to, um, show too much because there's a lot of y'all that are just, just listening and we didn't want you to feel lost. So, so yeah, check out the creator die YouTube channel for the, the full awesome sauce that uh, Trevor produced on his process and um, super uh, insightful and I think will be inspiring to a lot of our listeners for sure yeah you got to do the same you got to put yours up there too there's your challenge <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah right. no we'll do so Trevor uh, as always it's been been a pleasure and I appreciate you coming to me with this uh, awesome idea for for this episode yeah and happy 4th of July and, and America and independence. And I hope it all, I hope it, I hope you celebrate it so well. So indeed. And I don't know if you realize this, but uh, this is the 40th episode of creator die. So what we got lots of fours, nice. 4th of July, 40th. Um, it's a good thing. All too good. Well, I'm honored to be part of it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that was a fun one. I think uh, I think there was some some good insights in there. Some knowledge nugs were thrown your way. Now it's up to you on whether or not you're going to uh, go ahead and consume those and use them in your daily creativity. Okay, that's a real word. Look it up. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, yeah, and like was said, Trevor above and beyond he created this uh kind of five minute tutorial where you can see his illustrations as he talks through his process so give that a, a watch as well over there on the creator die youtube channel that's uh at create hyphen or hyphen die that's where you're gonna find that uh right there in the videos so give that a Give that a watch. And until next time, my friends, keep on creating. Create or die.